Welcome to the Get Healthier Podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rattling, talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. We have today Dr. Will Cole, who is going to talk to us about his new book, Ketotarian. Hi, Dr. Will. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. So you have a new book coming out. Tell us a little bit about it. What, why did you decide to write this book? Well, I am a functional medicine practitioner. I spend most of my weeks, every week really, um, with a few exceptions I spend with patients and kind of immersed in finding out what works for people, what doesn't, as it's centered around food and natural medicines and lifestyle changes and just healthcare at large. And um, I've implemented different ketogenic protocols over the years and I've seen what works and what doesn't. And now I'm, you know, I'm on a keto podcast with Jimmy Moore called Keto Talk. And I kind of hear people's questions on that level as well, just on a, you know, podcast level. So I've been immersed in this world for a long time now. And I myself was a vegan for 10 years, uh, like my teens and into my 20s. So I have this sort of thought of like why I have a heart for the plant-based world and the reasons why people do that. And then I see, I have a heart for the ketogenic world, but I also see how people can do the ketogenic diet wrong or unintentionally wrong. But I also see how the world in the plant-based world, how they can do their diet wrong or not ideal. So I really wanted to have this amalgamation of the best of the plant-based world and the best of the, of the ketogenic world. And then uh, the ketotarian movement was born in my mind and in my heart and really put it out into the world in the, in the form of a book. And it's this plant-based ketogenic um, lifestyle guide of really how to calm inflammation levels down, to balance hormone levels, to become a fat burner, uh, which is really the core of uh, the plant-based and the ketogenic world. But it, I love it. I'm just super pumped about it. And there's a vegan track that basically you can be vegan ketogenic, you can be vegetarian ketogenic, and pescatarian ketogenic, or what I call vegetarian, basically eating wild-caught fish and shellfish. So you can kind of pick your level, or you can be all three, um, and uh, really getting the benefits of ketosis and eating keto um, without falling prey unintentionally to the pitfalls uh, that the conventional keto eater uh, may, may go through. So you're clearly a lover of keto. That's why you wrote the book. What is it about the keto diet that you believe is healing to the body? Yeah, so what I put through uh, in Ketotarian and I explain in detail in the book is to um, shift your body to becoming a fat burner. And that's really the genesis of a healthy ketogenic diet. Um, so our body has two, two forms of fuel. It can burn sugar and burn fat. And most people in the West are in primarily a sugar burning mode. And their body is sort of on this blood sugar roller coaster. It's akin to like a dirty fuel, like a diesel fuel or like a tractor trailer truck, a semi truck where you are having to refill often. It's putting off a lot of exhaust into the environment and it's not very efficient. 
Um, so you have to free fuel often. And that's where most people find themselves on. They're having to snack in between meals. They're having to eat often. They get hangry if they don't. That's hungry and angry's evil spawn. And they are um, kind of slaves to the next meal. Um, so this is really an inefficient way to eat. It's not actually um, sustainable. It's not sustainable for our health. And the byproduct of this sugar burning mode is inflammation. Um, so oxidative stress, raising inflammation in the body, which is really the commonality between every chronic health problem that we see today. And this high insulin, blood sugar, erraticness, uh, that's the sugar burning mode to varying degrees most people are on. Uh, even the healthier eaters out there, the real food eaters out there, the plant-based, the paleo eaters, most of them are still in sugar burning mode where they're still hangry in between meals. They just mean they will be better off than your standard American dieter. Um, it's still varying degrees of the same thing. And then you can shift your body to being a fat burner, which metabolically you can shift to, to being a fat burning or a nutritional ketosis. Um, and it's your body using fat for fuel, which is akin to being a hybrid car. You're still gonna burn some sugar, but your primary source will be uh, be fat, which is this slower burner. It's like a log on the fire, which versus the kindling on the fire, which will burn really fast. That's the sugar is the kindling. The log is the slow, slow burning fat log, which is the, the food that we eat is the form of healthy fats, but also the fat on our bodies if there are, are any. So it's just more sustainable way to fuel our body, but you have to spend uh, some time to kind of put your body in to being a fat burning uh, machine, really. So I explained in Ketotarian to put eight weeks in, uh, two months in of shifting your body to being a fat burner. Uh, again, this is a plant-based ketogenic. It's not conventional eating tons of dairy and meat, uh, but it's a plant-based approach to becoming, uh, eating a ketogenic diet. Um, so it has lots of benefits because when your body becoming, becomes a fat burner, it's not only more sustainable, um, your body also produces the main ketone, which is beta-hydroxybutyrate, or BHB. And beta-hydroxybutyrate research is showing has lots of cool health benefits. So it can pass the blood-brain blood barrier. It gives your brain nice, clean fuel. So it's good for brain function and cognitive sharpness, decreasing brain fog. And it's also an epigenetic modulator, which means that it's good for a lot of things like driving inflammation levels down. It's a potent anti-inflammatory it can also pass through the cell membrane and helps with, helps with mitochondrial biogenesis basically making new mitochondria which is good for cellular energy and cellular repair so it has a lot of cool health benefits i could go on and on uh, but it's basically putting the time in for eight weeks to become a fat burner then after there you can either stay in ketosis or like you had said some of the maybe the um critics of a ketogenic diet is not everybody has to stay in ketosis all the time, but when you've put in the time to become a fat burner, many people can go in and out of ketosis as they see fit. They could increase their carbs after that, healthy carbohydrates, and they do fine. But this is about personalizing this ketotarian journey, finding out what your body loves, what your body hates. It's not about dogma. It's not becoming obsessive about macronutrients, not become obsessing about food. It's about feeling great and wanting to feel great and finding out what makes your body feel great. Mm, love it. What does the first week look like? So in terms of the menu, you know, for those who are saying, yeah, I think I want to give this a try. I want to take eight weeks and get myself into this ketosis mode. What does your book share in terms of, of, of options for the first week? 
Well, it depends on what level uh, they want to go into, um, because you can be a vegan, uh, keto eater, vegetarian, or pescatarian options. But you want plants are your primary source of all of these tracks. Uh, so let's talk vegetarian. So, what would a vegetarian keto menu look like for the first week? Great. So lots of green leafy vegetables and we give lots of recipes with pretty pictures and stuff uh, so they can um, kind of sink their teeth into eating vegetables beyond it being boring. I think uh, a lot of times people think they have to eat like a rabbit to be healthy and you don't have to eat like a rabbit. And there's many yummy, decadent, nourishing, satiating things that you can eat with vegetables. So it's eating a lot of non-starchy vegetables. We say four to nine cups a day. Um, as our base and then healthy plant fats. So avocados and all the different ways you can have an avocado uh, and uh, also olives and olive oil and these other plant fats, nuts and seeds, these are other plant fats and then coconut and coconut oil, more plant fats. And then in the vegetarian world, you can have organic pasture-raised eggs. So get the healthy fats from eggs as well as ghee or clarified butter. Uh, those are other plant, uh, so other vegetarian fats that they can have in the ketotarian path that way. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the way to, to more or less, I'm being oversimplistic here, but that's the general components to the vegetarian ketogenic path in ketotarian. And are there requirements like you do intermittent fasting along with it? Or can you graze all day? Is it three meals? Is there a structuring of the meal plan or is that pretty much open to personal taste? It is open to personal taste. So it depends on the activity level and what they like. So the only rules really are eat when you are hungry and eat until you're satiated. And when you're eating a healthy fat, bring a non-starchy vegetable. And when you have a non-starchy vegetable, eat a healthy fat. That's really the basic ketotarianisms, as you will, as you like, that I've sort of brought into the book. So when you're hungry, eat. And when you're not hungry anymore, stop eating. Uh, that's how somebody is going to have to, and when they're in this fat burning state, they're going to be able to do that. Their body's going to be clearly communicating to oneself to say, I'm hungry, let's eat. And then when you're not hungry anymore, you stop eating because your body is hormonally balanced and, and the inflammation is down. You have a clear communication line with your hunger signaling systems. Um, but you mentioned intermittent fasting. That is another tool beyond the foods that you want to eat to become a fat burner. Intermittent fasting is another great way to put oneself into ketosis or this fat burning state. So I go through all the different ways that you can intermittent fast and how to do it and exactly when to do it. Depends on the person. Um, but I put it all in the book to kind of explain exactly how to intermittent fast to put oneself into ketosis. What, what does your day look like? What does Dr. Will eat in a given day? And which of the <laughs> recipes have you incorporated into your own daily diet? Yeah, so I am a very simple, simple man. So I intermittent fast in the morning. <laughs> I have tea in the morning. I love peak tea. Um, it's just these tea packets that are organic and you mix it in water and they're great I for intermittent tea. fasting. Yeah. Yes, they're friends of mine, but they're brilliant. Basically, I intermittent fast on tea in the morning and then i will have a lunch which is typically a big salad with some avocados in there some avocado oil based dressing uh and typically would be some tuna uh i eat fish typically at lunchtime but it's not necessary you don't have to uh and uh you do nuts and seeds with that as well and then at dinner 
sort of the same thing to varying degrees. It's going to be a vegetable base with some uh, plant fats at dinner. But the cool thing, when you are in a fat burning state, uh, you don't, you're not at the whim of the next meal. I just eat when I'm hungry. And you can do random acts of fasting, just not because you even think about it, just because you're not hungry. Um, so it's a great way. I don't know if this is showing up backwards or not, but this is the book. Um, but there's a lot of cool recipes in there. There's like oh. over 80 different recipes in here. Oh, nice. Very nice. So that sounded like um, a very healthy diet, sort of, you know, salad and protein for lunch, salad and protein yeah. for dinner. Yeah. What do you do for a treat? Because, you know, some of us, we, we need treats. Yes, so, uh, me included, me included. This is no judgment zone. Uh, I love fat bombs. I love fat bombs. I don't know if you know that, but these oh, are like yeah. frozen, decadent, coconut oil-based um, treats, and you can do like nut butters, like almond butter in them as well. They're amazing, and put some recipes in in the book as well. But yeah, fat bombs are my go-to treat for sure. And there's awesome smoothie recipes. I'm a big fan of smoothies, so these green smoothies, and you can use them, use smoothies as a vehicle for healthy fats. So you can put some, you know, avocado oil in there, or coconut oil, nuts and seeds in there um, to really have your smoothie be an agent for your healthy fats. God, I'm sitting here listening to you talk so much about fat. Can you imagine having this conversation even four years ago? Fat was so vilified, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was horrified to hear you say, you know, that's a way to get your fats in because we were trying to get our fats out. Yeah. Yeah, we paid for it. We paid for it. When we, the lower our fat has gone as as a nation, the higher these health problems and brain problems have really risen. Um, Yeah, our brain is 60% fat. Our immune system needs fat. Our hormones need fat. I mean, this is a core macronutrient for our body's survival. Absolutely. I feel so much better when I've had fat and we, you know, things get busy and sometimes I lose track of what I'm eating and I'm not being as conscious as in, in terms of including fat and I'll feel it. I'll feel it the next day that I just don't have that mm-hmm. energy to go run a marathon, which I normally wake up with. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. What do you think of MCT oil? You know, most keto diets talk a lot about MCT oil. Does it work? Should it be included? Which one's your favorite? Yeah, so it absolutely uh, works. Uh, it's a good fat source for many people. Um, I, I typically don't use it during fasting. I want my body to burn any my own fat. I don't want it to get giving my body exogenous fat, even though one can do it, and I, I don't shame anybody for doing that. But I, it definitely can be a tool to increase ketones. It can be a great tool to curb uh, appetite because the fat is so satiating and it's good. Uh, the MCT, the medium chain triglyceride fats pass through the blood brain, blood brain barrier. It's kind of clean fuel for the brain. So it's good for cognitive function as well. So it is definitely a tool you can use to put the body in ketosis. And which brand do you believe is, is a good brand? Cause there's so many brands out there. Prices are all over the place and it's back to how do you decide which is a good trustworthy brand? Yeah, I love a lot of brands out there, but Perfect Ketones is probably my favorite brand. Uh, They're amazing. And they have a lot, they have a matcha one. They have a lot of different flavors, but Perfect Ketones, they have exogenous ketones, uh, some MCT products as well. If I had to go to any product to do that. How much MCT oil do you take in a day and how do you typically take it? Well, I don't take it every day. Food is primary for me. Food is is fuel primary but it's when i want when i want to have it maybe i want extra energy then i'll have it 
Um, if somebody is new to their ketogenic journey, then they may want to have a little bit more to kind of get their body healthy fats and give their body extra fuel as their body's making that metabolic transition from being a sugar burner to a fat burner. Um, but yeah, I use it as needed. It's not like an everyday thing. Uh, I need to take it every day, but it's, uh, if someone wants to have it, they can enjoy it. Like I mentioned, like MCT with the matcha, then, then it's great. You're using that matcha and the benefits, the antioxidants of that with some MCT or, or exogenous ketones, uh, you know, at large, but, um, yeah, it's as needed. Who is the book for? Who should really get out there right now and buy the Ketotarian book? Yeah. So I wrote it for a few people, which ends up being everybody, but I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to say it like that. I want to say it more specifically. It's a lot of people. Let's not say it's really not for everybody. It's for the plant-based eater that I want to teach them how to do their diet a healthy way and not be carbitarians or inflammatarians or this, this unintentional problems of being vegan and vegetarian and depending too much on unhealthy foods. And then for the ketogenic dieter and how to do the ketogenic diet in a plant-based way, in a healthy way. And I'm not saying they all have to be vegans and vegetarians and pescatarians, but maybe bring more vegan and vegetarian and pescatarian options in their ketogenic journey and just their daily routine. So it's for, for the plant-based and the ketogenic dieter, but then it's also for the disillusioned person who doesn't know what the heck to eat. Uh, and they want to be healthy and they want to feel great. So those three categories are really uh, who I wrote the book for. It's not everybody, but it's a lot of people that are looking for answers. And the people that I talk to the most and I kind of try to put all of these things that I see people do wrong and write in the book so they can have that pointed way. Personally, I think it's about time. We really needed a vegetarian, plant-based, keto uh, diet book. So thank you for writing it. Have you tracked results? Have, have people gone through sort of a ketotarian diet and shared their results, what, what they might experience at the end of the eight weeks? Yeah, well, I mean, because primarily I'm a clinician. I'm not an author. Uh, I see patients all yeah. day long. So I, I and that's what keeps me sharp, really. And it keeps me kind of seeing on the ground level, the real life level, what works and what doesn't. Because I've heard everything you can think of as far as variables in people's lives in their so the foods they eat and the foods they don't eat and all these different factors. Um, so, yeah, I have 10 years of clinical experience at this point of looking at food and the impact it has. Uh, and like I said, that's really what made me even write Ketotarian was the clinical experience. So the clinical experience actually happened before the book. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Well. Any last parting advice for someone who is suffering from inflammation, dealing with a chronic illness or an autoimmune illness? Any parting advice for them? Yeah, uh, and maybe... This is something you mentioned at the top of the conversation was that one of the crit critiques of the ketogenic diet is because it, people can become too obsessed about macronutrients and counting their proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. And that's really not what I wanted uh, ketotarian to be focused on. It's really uh, loving your body enough to nourish it with good food medicine and really this whole component and ethos of being a grace-based way of eating and that's really how this all comes about and I want that to be the genesis of anybody's food food choices whether that's ketotarian or another way of eating as really just this self 
love approach to wellness and eating uh, because stress isn't good for your health and obsessing about food is not good for your health. So this is just a roadmap to feel great. And I really feel like that, whether they're eating ketotarian or another way, I think it's just has to be the genesis of their relationship with foods. Oh, I love that. Have a loving relationship with your food. Oh my goodness. I think half our problems would disappear if we all just follow that one basic rule. You know, sit and eat lovingly. Enjoy your food. Don't feel guilty. Don't rush through it. And by the way, I'm speaking to myself at this point. Yeah, me too. Because most of my diet, you know, meals, mm. now that I'm so busy again, are sort of eaten hurriedly, eaten more as a, oh, I need to sort of nourish myself, so I must eat as opposed to just having this beautiful, loving relationship where you're truly enjoying the food that's, that's being consumed. Love, I, lo I love hearing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for writing the book. Thanks and for having me. For the rest of you, check out Ketotarian. It's on Amazon. I'm looking at the Kindle version right now. We're going to put the link in the show notes. If you're listening to this while driving, do not make notes now. You can check out the show notes later for the link. If you love the podcast, please share it, show some love, and we will see you on another podcast soon. Stay smiling. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five-star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps Facebook and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.